we've been doing Clit Talk for a while now, over 200 episodes to date, and we have had an influx of new Clitorati, and we still have our consistent OG Clitorati tuning in every week. So we've created a free gift for you. It's called Clit Talk Cliff Notes, the no BS guide to self-pleasure and sexual intimacy. And we're really giving you our best highlight reel of sex tips. We have combined our top sex hacks to give you confidence, communication, orgasms, and the ability to take your pleasure game from zero to a hundred real quick and blow any partner's mind in bed. Included in this bang and free gift is two free audio trainings, self-pleasure is self-love, and our hottest sex tips. We also have unreleased episodes and a fan favorite from our sex and empowerment signature masterclass, an erotic visualization, and a video on orgasmic breathing. Oh, yeah. So to get a little taste of what we do here, you definitely want to sign up for Clit Talk Cliff Notes. Just go to clittalkshow.com backslash guide because clitorati it is possible to have quantum leaps in your sex and empowerment with simple and impactful shifts pussy pussy it's gonna be a good one today yes i'm talking about a clit talk clit talk clit talk talking about a clit talk clit talk clit talk come on girls and boys and everyone on the gender rainbow bring your pussies to the show Glitterati! Today in our studio, I am so privileged to introduce this incredible woman who has had such a tremendous impact on each of our three lives. She is an Emmy award-winning stylist who turned Fran Drescher of the nanny into a fashion icon. She is actually the communication coach that I've talked a lot about who made me take 100% responsibility for the state of my relationship with my husband and empowered me to have a pivotal conversation that saved my marriage. And that was seven years ago and Clit Talk wouldn't be here today if it weren't for her. So she has completely transformed not only our lives, but our closets for all three of us uh, with her radical, simple and universally flattering system for getting dressed, the Silhouette Solution. If you've ever heard of getting your colors done, she is it. So please welcome the bona fide badass clit, Brenda Cooper. Yes! Welcome. Yay. What an intro. I mean, what an intro. Thank you so much. I know. So sweet. You are so sweet. Oh, we love you so much. And I haven't seen you guys in so long. And we did spend some, all of us, some very in the trenches time together in a leadership course. And thank you for the acknowledgement that I was um, instrumental in the shifting of your beautiful relationship. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. You had me have a conversation I would not have. <laughs> I know. And now you have- now, I ha- now it's it's like it's the best oh my thing God. I've ever done. Brenda Cooper is the reason Cooper's alive. No, she's literally the reason Clit Talk <laughs> is here, why my marriage is still together and why I'm a mother. And it's really like all of the best things and it's what I want to do with the rest of my life and it's possible I'm even pregnant now. We might we don't know yet. Wait, did you name your child um, after Brenda? I didn't, but <laughs> it was the only name this that is interesting. I liked. This is interesting. But <laughs> I'm sure there's some kind of like, you know, subconscious, subconscious. relation. Her, She's the her and yeah, she like sat me down. 
And I was like, I don't never want kids. And she was like, hmm, very powerful. You're a very powerful woman. You know, Katie, listen, I didn't have my first kid until I was 40. So I, I totally mm-hmm. got you. Okay. And I know the transformation that I had. Um, and I had a whole conversation with my 25-year-old son literally last night about the whole journey into motherhood. So I'm I'm so mm-hmm. thrilled that you did it. I never would have done it. And it's the greatest thing I've ever done in my life. And I can't wait until Madison and Lindsay join the club. I'm joining the club soon. Lindsay's joining the club soon. I'm sort of around the cul-de-sac a couple years <laughs> and we're, we're timing it. Good. She's got time. Yeah, she has time. time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. We're so excited to have you here. Um, We have all, um, so the leadership program that we all, that you hear us reference on the podcast so much, that is where we met Brenda. And Brenda was actually Katie's coach in the program. Mm -hmm. So this is, and it's only taken us, I've asked Brenda to be on the podcast so many times and she was like (laughs) a hell fuck no. (laughs) But but it it took us three years. You're finally here and it's perfect timing. To be honest, um, because I didn't want to talk about my vagina. I'm sorry. I'm all... (laughs) It's okay. We love you. You, so. you didn't, you don't have but to. you just did. You don't have to. Yeah, you just did. <laughs> you might be a little kinky, Brenda. Just saying. No. <laughs> kinky wouldn't. No. No. Oh, wow. Oh. oh. <laughs> All right. Well, you don't, we promise we are not going to ask you any questions about we your will vagina not. today. We're here to talk about your incredible book and the life-changing experience of doing your colors, which the three of us have done. And I, and can personally attest to how life changing it is. So, but first we're gonna we're gonna take it on back. We want to hear how did you like tell us about how you went from modeling in the eighties to an Emmy winning stylist and the creator of the silhouette style. Can you well, tell us a little bit silhouette about silhouette solution? Single, uh, sorry, silhouette solution. <laughs> the silhouette solution using what you have to get the look you want. That's the, that's the, uh, the tagline of it. So how did I do that? First of all, never in a million years would I've ever thought that I would land up finding my passion and purpose as a costume designer and as someone who contributes to people's personal appearance and stepping into their magnificence. Way back then, when I was swinging from the chandeliers of Studio 54 every night... <laughs> Or roller, mm-hmm. true story. <laughs> roller skating into Studio Fifty Four. Um, I just never would have thought that I would have had this incredibly um, uh, fulfilling life of helping people with their outside image and their inside mm. image. So, how did it start? I, I lived in New York. I was in my twenties. I was young. I was modeling. I was beautiful. I was slim. Um, and um, so I had a modeling career and then I, I started acting, which is where I met my first husband, which was Corbin Burnson, who landed up becoming a huge big deal on a show in the 80s called L.A. Law. And then I, I moved mm-hmm. out to L.A. and I was st- still pursuing this acting career that was, as I always say, was going nowhere faster than the speed of sound. Um, <laughs> and I had to get a real job. And I was 30. I was 30. I, I had to get a real job. And it's like, I cannot work. I just can't work in an office. I just can't do it. I had actually worked in New York in an office at ABC in the sports department. And I had been the temporary secretary to everyone there, you know. Um, and I just couldn't do it. And it's like, okay, I sat down and I said, okay, what am I naturally good at? Which I think everyone should ask themselves this question. 
What am I naturally mm. good at? What natural talent do I have? I was always great at putting clothes together. I was, I just loved it. It was my passion. I used to haunt, you know, in the seventies in London, you know, the antique clothing stores. And I mean, I don't even know if people will know who this actress is, but I wanted to look like Catherine Hepburn. So I used to buy all these oh, clothes. Oh yeah. People know who she is. She, people know who she is. Well, no, let me tell you girls, <laughs> a lot of people, you say names from back then and they don't know who they are, which just amazes me. But good. Mm. I'm glad everyone knows who, who Catherine Hepburn uh, was. So I, I just wanted to look like her. Anyway, so what I did, I had a lot of girlfriends in LA. I moved out here in 1987 and I started doing the wardrobes of my girlfriend's mothers because they had money to pay me. And I could just go into a wardrobe and transform it. And, and my clients were like, I never would have done that. And it's like, great. Um, and so I transformed wardrobes. And then I remember I was in the gym one day. I used to go to Gold's gym and I sat next to this gentleman and we started talking. He landed up becoming my best friend, <clears throat> John Hall. And he asked me to come and do his wardrobe, went and did his wardrobe. And he said, you, you're amazing at this. I want to introduce you to a top Hollywood costume design agent, to which my response was, why would they want to speak to me? I I've never been to school. I, I, I have no qualifications. So anyway, gave me, he gave me the number. It took me three weeks to pluck up the courage to call because even though I might look confident on the outside, we all have our stuff on the inside, our insecurities. Finally, I called. I had the gift of the gab, which is an English expression. Sorry. Sorry about that. Let me put that off. Um. <laughs> So popular, Brenda. <laughs> Surgeons and Botox clinics. <laughs> really? J-Lo. Oh, my God. Anyway, so um, where was I? Okay, so I called her, um, and three days later, she had a job for me working as an assistant shopping for this designer on this Wes Craven movie. I landed up getting into the union immediately, which I because the, the job went union, I didn't realize the importance and power of that. And then oh, yeah. um, three years later, I'm walking up on stage to get an Emmy. <laughs> um, I had wow. met, I know, on my second job, um, I interviewed with this incredible designer, Eduardo Castro, who's done some amazing stuff. And he was doing this show and he had three actresses. One was Twiggy, one was um, Julie Haggerty, and, and one was Fran Drescher. And he needed somebody who was strong um, to work with these women. And so mm -hmm. I became his assistant and it was an incredible job. We only did six episodes of it and it was lots of fun. And, um, Eduardo was incredible with me and he just, he, he appreciated my talent. Some people in the industry don't, um, but he appreciated what I could do. And, um, when the show finished after like the sixth episode, Fran had said to me, Brenda, if I ever get my own show, I want you to uh, be my designer. And I was like, wow. wow. Okay. Okay. But, you know, a lot of people in Hollywood mm. don't follow through, you know, on their word. I get a call right. a year later, mm. Fran has sold the nanny to CBS and she would like me to be the designer. Like, oh, wow. And it was my first design <laughs> job. Wow. Um, and the look of, wow. of the previous show was very, it was influential on me creating the look of this show. And Fran and I had this great chemistry. 
um, in terms of fashion and style. And it was just, it was just easy. It was just like a natural flow. She and I have the same style aesthetic. She let me do my thing, which is very unusual. And I, I do say this in interviews, usually you're very controlled by the producers. You know, you have to show them every other garment. Okay, Fran, let me do my thing. She trusted me Mm. um, and and I trusted her. And we would do our fittings every Wednesday. um, And I was responsible for creating the whole look of the show. And I just wanted to elevate. I just wanted to elevate, you know, fashion and style. And back in the 90s, it wasn't considered... It just, there was a show called Dynasty that was like a style show by Nolan Miller. And it's like, I wanted to bring that kind of oomph and uplift to, to the style of the show, besides the brilliant writing, the brilliant comedy of the show. And it was just, it was very organic. And it was, I'm um, honestly, it was, it was heaven shopping. I mean, creating that show, every yeah. character, it was just, it was fun. And it was just absolute heaven to create those characters. Mm. And I had, I had decided inside that, you know, I want to create a look that's going to transcend the test of time. I, I want this, this mm. show to be evergreen, just the way I want my book to be evergreen. And who knew in the nineties when you were all kids um, and I was in my thirties um, that social media would br- elevate this and HBO max buying it again. It's as if the show is brand new again. I mean, it's fantastic. Yeah. Mm. It, was just, it was the absolute best job ever. I mean, it's Ugh. that show is such an iconic show and her outfits are iconic. Like you did, you like changed the face of fashion, which is so insane And what I love about your story is on this show, we talk a lot about manifestation and being open to receiving. And like your story is such a story of being in your femininity and just receiving like step after step. It's like you were definitely spiritually guided to the nanny. Like it's so like your story sounds like it's like, it sounds like a, like a, like a lifetime movie. (laughs) You know something, Lindsay, as you say that, like a chill goes through me. I mean, literally, I'm still like a chill is just going through my body and it's not an orgasm. Yeah. Okay. It might be a style orgasm, actually. <laughs> oh, I like that. Stylegasm. Stylegasm. Having a style <laughs> orgasm right now. Um, um, yeah, it was just, um, you know what it is? It was about, I didn't know this. I didn't, I honestly, I just thank the universe for leading mm. me to my career for me being open to being led, okay, yep. and for being right. the biggest thing of all that just makes me emotional is the ability to contribute, the ability mm. to change lives and to empower women and to have women come into my studio that don't feel good about who the, who they are and for them to walk out like different women. You know, just breaking all the I break all the rules. I don't follow any of the rules of fashion. I use fashion to create personal style, you know. And mm. I mean, I, I could tell you a million stories of, of women that have come in. And I'm wowed by it. I mean, I'm wowed myself that I have the ability by just doing naturally what I do that can help women and have women just step into their magnificence and step into step into their power. And, you know, I should have got, I had a poem. I, I have a poem that I wrote about that. I should have 
Okay. But um, it, it, truly, it's about empowerment. So the whole clothing thing that people say is superficial is so not. It, it is mm. what I say is you're dressing the temple of your soul. How could mm. that possibly be superficial? You know, so for me, it's so much more than just, oh, let me wear the latest trend or let me let me look trendy. It's, a, it's about dressing your body and dressing your personality too. You're never just dressing a physical body. You're dressing a personality. So it's really important to connect to who that person is. Because if I dress someone in, in something that they're not comfortable in, then Brenda has not done her job. You know, mm, it's like yeah. when you came and did yeah. your colors, Lindsay, like a few weeks ago. Yeah. You know, and then you walked out the door. Yep. And- you had your colors on. You were wearing... I walked out in a different outfit. <laughs> yeah. I've, mm-hmm. I've, bought, I've bought some more animal prints since that day. Well, and so let's let's actually dive... <laughs> let, I know you would have been so proud of me for my birthday. I wore like an animal print jumpsuit with like slits up the legs. It was like a high neck thing. You would have... You'd be very she looked gorgeous. <laughs> um, so... So Brenda, let's actually, you know, we've talked about like, oh, we've done our colors and the three of us have done it and we all know how life-changing it is. But can you kind of walk our listeners through the process a little bit, just a brief overview of exactly what it is and what you do um, when someone comes in to do their colors and what that really means? And if I ramble, will you just shut me up, please? Sure. Sure. (laughs) So I, I, in 2005, I had not... I had no education in what I do. I just do it. And I decided, this is a little backstory. I decided I wanted to go and take a course on color. And I flew to the East Coast and I took this course that I found online. And within two hours, um, my life was changed. (laughs) Which didn't make me cry. (laughs) So emotional. (laughs) Um, I love you so much. You're just very tap, Jim. I miss you, Brenda. I miss you. You go so deep. I we need to have you. a girls' night. We need to all go yeah. to your house and have a girls' night. Oh my God, that on would that be so day- fun. When I want to sit on that day bed where you are, because it looks like a temple where you're at. Um, oh God, I'm so it's deep. a very comfy, comfy day bed. Um, I took this course and my life was forever changed. When I understood what color was and the impact that it has on our lives and that we take it for granted, it was just such a wow factor. So what I do is when I work with with actors, actresses, clients, the first and most important thing is not the style of your clothing or the shape of your clothing or the name of your clothing. It's the color of your clothing because it's what we see first. Like I'm going to remember all of you. Lindsay was wearing red, Katie was wearing green and, and Madison was wearing white. It's the first thing we see scientifically. So colors can do one of two things. They can drain all color out of you. And you've all had days when you put something on and you just, you don't understand why you just don't look good or feel good. Or colors can dominate you. You walk into the room and it's like, that's a fantastic fuchsia dress. Oh, hello, Lindsay. Okay. So they can drain, they can dominate, or they can illuminate you. And what Mm. I do through a process using scientific theory and artistic principles, 
and the work of the Impressionists is take you through a process that you've all been sitting in front of a mirror so you see it. And we go yeah. through the world of color, which has a very specific order, okay? And we eliminate all the tones of color that do not harmonize with you. And you've all seen it. You've all seen, I put that blue on you and you've got bags under your eyes and, you, you, I mean, blemishes, you don't see the edge of your face, your lips are blue, okay? And then I put another blue on you and you have this beautiful unified whole and connection with the color and you, you just look radiant. So my job is to eliminate the world of color. You know, here's actually, here's a sheet. Here's, here's our colors, actually. Oh, the yes. Look, that's, we're all the dark. We're all dark autumn. autumns. So there's yeah. the I'm, I'm a true autumn. Yeah. You're a true autumn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's about eliminating the world of color to find the colors that just make you look absolutely magnificent. Here's a book of like different tones of color. Yeah. And you know? for those of you listening on the podcast, if you head over to our YouTube channel, you can see the color swatches that she's showing us right now if you want to see a visual representation. And, and the thing that's so great is that it's not like, it's the shade of the color, right? Because you literally strip away and just look at our skin, like where you're draped. Mm-hmm. And then it's all about how light reflects, right? You're harmonizing to the largest organ of your body. Okay, which is always tricky. Right, your skin. (laughs) Your skin, okay. Um, And color affects your skin. So um, when you, I mean, you have to see it. I don't, I could go and get drapes if you want, but. um, No, no, it's okay. (laughs) It's finding the tone of color that just illuminates you. And it, it is a true wow factor. And it is, it's working with your skin. So I'll cover you completely in gray, no makeup. And all I have is your face. And we start comparing and contrasting colors. And Katie, I remember when you and I worked together and we found your colors. And then do you remember the shoot that you did? Yes. Just, it was like a complete yeah. experience where you saw mm-hmm. Katie as this unified whole of her hair, mm-hmm. her skin and her clothes were connected. And for the viewer... That is, you put people at ease, people have a positive impression of you. And when people think positively of you based on looking at you, they think other positive things about you. And as I always say, Mm -hmm. you're always seen before you're heard. You're seen before you ask your first hello and the judgment is made right there. So I feel so privileged, again, that the gods of style led me to this incredible woman who gave me this incredible education on color that has completely changed my life and has had an impact on private clients, on the shows that I've done. It's just, it's something I never get tired of. I mean, to have, um, um, to have you walk out the door, Lindsay, sorry, I went blank for a second. Um, walk out the door, just so elevated the way you were. And then when we did your colors, Madison and Austin for your wedding, I was yeah. just about to say, you did my colors for my wedding. And you actually were like, I'm gifting this to you. Because wow. I didn't even know what I didn't even know about how important this would be on my wedding day. And you were just like, just make an appointment with me. Both of you come in. I'll do both of your colors. Wow. It was the, to date, the best wedding gift. I think anyone could ever get anyone, but for sure the best wedding gift I got and received. And we did. And we purchased a our, you styled my my partner who ended up wearing a navy suit because black was like a no for him. Mm. And he wore the sexiest navy suit with black trim. And I wore this cream dress because 
you were just like, there's so many shades of white. And just to echo what Katie said that I found so fascinating is I thought after my color session with you that I wasn't going to be able to wear certain colors. And what I realized is that, no, we can all wear every color, but it's the hue of that color. It's the personality of that color. Madison, it's the tone. It's not the hue, it's the color. The tone. It's the tone of the color. Come Thank on, you. Madison. <laughs> no, 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 it's okay. It's just technical. The tone of the color. Yeah. Do you look better in really bright colors or really soft colors? Do you look better in like a darker tone of color or a really light tone of color? So it's never about the color. And so many people say, I can right. wear green, but I can't wear blue. And I can never wear yellow. And I'm like, right. let's just put that on hold. <laughs> I was I was one of those people. Well, what's exciting about doing your colors too is because like, I, there was like very, I thought I could only wear jewel tones and very deep colors, which weren't even, I was wearing colors that were overpowering me because I'm a very fair skinned. But then I was like, after I did my colors, I was like, oh my God, there are pastels I can wear. There are yellows and brown. Like brown actually looks great on me my whole life. I thought brown looked terrible on me. And then, but when when you hold the color, like she does like these scarves, when you hold it up to your face, you're like, holy shit, it, I can wear these colors. So it's like you have so many more colors to play with, which is mm. so fun. I just bought like a mustard green, like two-piece suit. <laughs> I mean, mustard and yellow. And usually I... But Lindsay, you never would have bought. You never would have bought. I never no. would have bought. If I didn't know... I would never buy it. So it's like, as I, I say to, yeah. to clients, we fall in love with colors that aren't in love with us. And it's like that right. relationship. I'm going out with that great looking guy, but he doesn't really treat me that well. And I don't really click with him. But the guy over here that I like. <laughs> but he looks so good. But he's so hot. <laughs> but he doesn't, he doesn't make you feel gorgeous and great. But the guy who's yeah. not so looking makes you feel like a queen and it's like it's the same with colors um I've fallen yeah. in love with colors that I would never in a million years get, run into a stronger oh, I just have to have that color but I know yeah. my education that that color is just going to be a complete wow factor on me yeah. Right. All right. So I want to I want to switch gears a little bit because there's there's a really important message behind your book. Um and you know, you really talk about beauty from the inside out is really like the philo- like the philosophy behind your book. Um and and even you 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 touch on I know something that you're very passionate about is body image, right? And and people feeling beautiful any shape, any size. Can you talk a can you talk a little bit more about that? Um, and I would be Lindsay to talk about that. Yes. Yes. Because, How happy. Because so, so happy because, again, the whole thing about dressing, I've had women in my studio that are size two or size 22. And it's, the larger women always think that they can't be fashionable. They can't look good. They, 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 they just, they're often depressed and they have shame about the way they look. And it's like, yes, you can look beautiful. You can, you just need to know how to do it. And it's not by following trend and fashion. So for me, my Mm. book is about the first part of my book is about going into your inner closet, our inner closet. Before we go into our actual closet, we're going into our inner closet of limiting beliefs and we're going to clear that out. Okay. And when we clear that out and get that in some kind of order, then we can actually go into your, um, to your regular closet. So my book is an illustrated book. And in it, I've attempted to um, uh, draw 
full figure, full figures as well as regular figures. So this book is for every woman, regardless of your size or your weight or your height. It does not matter. And I really want women to know that it doesn't matter if you're size 22. You can look absolutely gorgeous and feel gorgeous. It doesn't matter your, your ethnicity. In the illustrations, I have, you know, I've attempted again um, to cover you know, and I'm too scared to even say the words because you don't want to be inappropriate now of days because I don't know the lingo, but um, I'm Hispanic, African-American, um, Asian, every every ethnicity of woman and every body type of women. Because I promise you, using this book and using this system will make dressing the easiest part of your day and I will introduce you to things that you probably wouldn't have worn that so many clients go, I never would have worn that. It's like, well, let's give it a try. You know, <laughs> this is my like daily favorite thing about having done my colors so long ago is it's actually been a life hack for me. It saves me so much time because yeah. everything in my closet pretty much like goes together. Like I can mix and match yeah. things so easily. I don't have to think about it. I used to spend the night before, you know, going to work, whatever, planning out my outfit and trying different things on. And I just, anyways, I'm so grateful for, yeah. you know, this time saver. Let, yeah. let me say this. I echo that too. It's not even a negative conversation for me anymore. I like, I used to have a really, I mean, my whole life growing up, ever since I was a little kid, I would wake up in the morning and I mean, you, you probably talked to my own mother about this because I've known you for at least a decade. I mean, yes. I know you've known my mom for wow. probably a couple of those. Yes. And I would wake up every morning. It would be a ballistic crying fit mm-hmm. from, from middle school on, just not feeling like the right size. I grew at boobs before everybody else and booty before everybody else as a kid. And so my experience into young adulthood getting dressed was, I was like traumatized from my childhood that getting dressed was not a pleasurable experience. It was actually far from it. It was like hell. After working with you and getting my colors done, like Katie said, it's like everything is just harmonious in my closet. Like maybe I have like one or two things that I know aren't my colors, but I'm actually holding on to them to like right. give to somebody else because yeah. I know there's somebody else's colors and they're just too fabulous to give away. Right. You know, those pieces right. you just like cannot get rid of. But it doesn't, it's a pleasurable experience. It's like, I, I love what you said earlier, like you're dressing the temple of your soul. Yes. So, like, fuck and, one, and one of the things that I love about you, Brenda, and, and your whole philosophy is, yes, you do w- work with A-list celebrities, and, and but you you also, your your theory is, like, this can be approachable to anybody. Like, you're, you're a huge fan of Poshmark and oh. Amazon and buying, like, signature pieces for $100 or less and, like, looking great. Like, it doesn't have to be expensive to look um, fashionable. And, and that is and, definitely... And love, like any, this is approachable to anybody. Right, no, that's definitely, I mean, definitely one of my values, Lindsay, because yes, okay, so I've had the privilege of working in Hollywood and working in, in with celebrities and doing some amazing stuff. But my real passion is working with the everyday woman, is having her, she's got kids, she's got a job, she's got a husband, she's got a home, to walk out the door feeling great about herself. And... Yes, I'm a stylist and a costume designer, but I don't like to spend time go, I, just the way anybody else does, trying to put outfits together and nothing works and you're frustrated and everything. I want it to be a quick, easy process. And that's probably why I developed this system. And on that note, I decided last night to walk down Rodeo Drive, you know, at night because to show, to look at all the Christmas light, lights. So I'm going Aww. in the morning. Yeah. 
I'm looking at every store and there's like glitter. That's why I'm wearing this today. There's glitter, which I love because it elevates and it's around the holiday season. So I'm going into every store, Dior, Valentino, Tom Ford, all the names. And then I see the piece and I go, yes, you can get that at thrift. Yes, I have that in my wardrobe. Yes, I'm going to tell my audience where you can get this for a fraction of the price, you know, rather than paying We don't all have thousands and thousands of dollars to buy clothes. I don't buy expensive clothes. You know, for me, the world of clothes is a paint palette. And I don't care, while I completely respect people's shopping styles, some people do not feel good about themselves unless they're wearing really expensive clothes. I honor that. Some people um, can't afford expensive clothes. Some people can afford expensive clothes but are willing to go to Poshmark and go to, you know, Tom Ford. So you you find the personality of the person that you're working with. Of course, I love the people that will yep. shop in Poshmark and, you know, shop high-end on Rodeo if they want to. And I just had a client who I just did her colors and I was wearing a coat that I just bought for, on Poshmark, you know, and she loved it. And she actually did a shoot in it and, um, and I found it for her. I couldn't, I just, I love going on the hunt. I love going on the hunt. Um, so I just love yeah. Yeah. So, so, so in your book, can you kind of, can you kind of walk us through like a brief overview? So you start with the inner closet and then I know that you go into like personalities and what we do is we start off in your inner closet. My first chapter that I'm so proud of. Um, and I, I want to acknowledge, I have a sister-in-law who's really my best friend, Marina. And this was a a four-year project, a four-year project that I honestly didn't think I could do because I'm, I'm a great stylist, but taking every, all the talent that you have and then getting it into a logical order into a book, was it, this was like a four-year pregnancy. And she helped me emotionally. She helped me with text. She was, just, she was just amazing. And I had to change the chapter of my first title, my first chapter, and she came up with it. I totally acknowledge her. And it, the first chapter is chapter one. Because you're worth it. Aww. <laughs> you girls yeah, start with worthiness. No, you girls don't know, but that was a huge L'Oreal campaign in the 1970s. So the because you're worth it. I feel like that's still their slogan. It might be. I, I thought I did. But anyway, but so the first, <laughs> the first part of the book is your inner closet. And then we go into, I introduce the four tops that and the four bottoms that I've used universally. Um, and, and this is the silhouette that you're talking about, right? The silhouette. Yeah. Because the first part, you have to build your, once you get your silhouette right, everything else is plain sailing. So it's getting these silhouettes. I'll just show you an example of, um, okay. let me just look. Look, and again, for anyone listening, you can hear, you can see these visual examples of, by heading over to our YouTube channel, which we'll link in our show notes. My full figure, beautiful lady there. Um, and so I introduce you to the, 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 the silhouette pieces, the tops, the bottoms, and the shoes. And then we go into finding your style ID because it's important to say, mm, what is your that. style? You know, people think this is a capsule wardrobe. And in a, in a certain way, it is a capsule, but capsule wardrobes are very limiting. The way I've created this book is to create the, these tops and bottoms, the universally flattering pieces. And then you can take it down whatever road you want. If you're a romantic, mm. 
You know, if you're a glamorista, you know, I show you how to do glamorista. Yes, that's you. You're, if you're a, a bohemian, I'm slightly, I'm a combination of bohemian and glamorista. But maybe you're traditional. That's me. Maybe, may, uh, what, what, same as me? Bohemian glamorista. Yeah, that's me too. <laughs> but then maybe you might be a traditionalist of like making very traditional pieces of white shirts and navy blazers. So whatever your style idea is, you know, and I show you how to find it and I, I show you an exercise for um, working to find your colors yourself. So we find your style idea and then I show you how to organize it in your closet. And then I give you um, recipes um, for um, work, for uh, a casual and for like let's go there's a recipe for your trench coat mm, I want a good mm. trench coat pieces yeah. that you need mm. and then you add the piece over and I could show you like right now I could show you a traditional um beige Burberry trench coat I have a bright red trench coat I have a mustard yellow yeah. I have a leopard so depending on your style ID you could have a, a goth yeah. raincoat or, or a Jackie O raincoat so it's finding your style ID and then we go into your closet and I show you how to pull the pieces, um, show you how to organize your closet. Put together outfits. Um, Wow. Organize your closet by outfit. Do you want to organize it by color? I mean, so I take you through the whole process. So I, yeah, I love it's like, it's like an entire system starting with the inside and your mindset. Right. And then, and then you, you break it down so easily and I'm so excited. I just got my colors done with you a few weeks ago and I'm like, I'm not buying anything until the book comes out and I can use this system because, you know, I want something that's easy. I don't want to have to like think every day and I want to look great every day, even if I'm being casual, which is like Mm -hmm. very exciting. Lindsay, the the funny thing is that when you and I like finding your silhouette, um, so I deliver the pieces that, that work, that I believe work. Um, But if you have something different, even in the book, I say, if you have something different, that's okay. It's just you follow the principles. Yeah. So we were talking, remember we were talking and saying like a mini skirt for you and um, and you like thigh-high boots. So thigh-high boots, a mini skirt and a tank top, which is kind of an edgy little, you know, very hot, sexy look. So that's a silhouette. Yeah. And then you yeah. put something, a personality piece, the personality pieces over that. So you adapt this book to your style and I just show you the way. And for me, the the presentation of this book had to be as easy as the system itself. Yeah. The actual read of it the is book beautiful. had to be the it's same so easy, elegant experience as the system. So that was yeah. quite a challenge. So I I just realized something. Four years ago was basically our when our journey of Clit Talk began and it was I was sort of completing college. And I remember talking to you um, on a break in between my college classes. It was like my senior year of college. And you were talking to me about the book. You're like, I just, I'm getting this book is coming out in my lifetime. And I, and you were sharing like how you were, this is happening. And I, and <clears throat> we started Clit Talk around this. I'm pretty sure I'm like putting the pieces together. And I'm pretty sure the last four years, We've been growing Clit Talk, which now we have 200 plus episodes. Mm-hmm. We're in 183 companies, yep. 40,000 listeners a month, top rated sexuality podcast. You just come out with your your signature. Like you birthed, we both have been birthing our passions, all four of us. And, and over the same time period, 
pretty much, I think, since that moment. Yeah. And there's one thing that you said to me when you did my... Isn't that crazy? I'm like, we're putting these together. I'm like, this is so perfect. There was one thing that you said to me that um, because I was graduating, um, I was my senior year of college, I was also completing the leadership program we were all part of that we all um, got really close and tight in. And I remember you said to me, you were like, look, you're like, cut the bullshit. Leadership starts in the closet. (laughs) And I've never forgotten that. Every day I'm like, leadership starts in the closet. Okay. Leadership starts in the closet. (laughs) I love that. Steal that. So, um, I mean, that might be my second book, but for me, it does. You know, for me, it does. It's like, I see, you know, in our leadership program, we used to have the speakers up on the stage and I would be like, oh my God, you know, because all I can see is black and white stripes everywhere, but I actually can't see the person that's talking to me. And I had actually done quite a few of those leaders done their colors, but it truly does. And, <laughs> and in corporations, it's like, this is considered a soft skill, right? Yeah. But it's such a powerful skill because it's always the first thing we see, but it's always the last thing we think about. You know, you're getting your talk together, you're getting your presentation together, you're getting your your meetings together, but you're not thinking about, I mean, really putting the effort and time into what you're wearing, which I understand because of our busy lifestyle. So so this, I mean, even from kids leaving- Makes it easy. It, it, it makes everything so easy. And it's my, my purpose, my passion, and my privilege to share this and make that element of life an empowering, creative area of your life that you walk out the door every morning just, just feeling good and being able and ready uh, to take on the world and feeling comfortable, beautiful, and at home in your body. You know, and, you know, yeah. the... the, um, the um, dedication in my book, you have a dedication. I've dedicated it to to my readers. I dedicate this book to you. May you discover, accept, and celebrate your authentic self, which is always in style. So... Mm -hmm. I love that. that. And and the good news is for our listeners, the book comes out today. So they can go and order it right now. And this day is also extra special because can you share with our listeners what you're sharing with us before about why this date is so special? Right. I'm now having another style orgasm. (laughs) 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 That should be your third book. Have a style orgasm. (laughs) Style orgasm. So today marks my mother's, what would have been my mother's um, 100th birthday. (laughs) cried and um and I dedicate this book to women I mean this book is to anyone who wants to if you're trans and you want to wear it you know in the beginning that this movement that movement wasn't so big but now for for anyone who wants to dress but but it's my mother that gave me this and also another irony Lindsay about today is that that my my best friend and the person on an emotional and tangible on, on so many levels when I was falling apart during the during this my four year pregnancy that was there for me to support mm. me in every way. It's her birthday today, February. Wow. So two significant women in my life. Um, it's wow. their it's their birthdays today, and it, it's the the birthday of this book that I dedicate uh, to everybody that may dressing be the easiest, most empowering, you know, part of your day. So, um, yeah, yeah, I just 
Well, and speaking of mothers, like you um, inspired me to want to be a mother. We talked about that earlier. And you, you are a mother who essentially left your, you know, star kind of stylist career to raise your kids. And this is like your lifetime's work is this book. So I would love for you to, um, you know, share, what would you say to mothers who are reinventing themselves? Like either after their kids are grown or they're new. Cause I really felt like I reinvented myself through clit talk and I'd love to hear your experience. Okay, well, thank you for asking that question, Katie. The the interesting thing is, like, when we have a career, it's like I was the, the Emmy Award-winning costume designer, you know, around town. All I had to worry about was Brenda, you know, and not other human right. beings. And then I became a mum, you know, and um, I walked off the playing field of my career for quite a few years. And I have to say it was hard to do because you're attached <laughs> to that image, okay? One of the greatest gifts was taking on can I just let go of that? Can I just let go of that and be focused on motherhood? And my test was, can I just fill the dishwasher and be completely fulfilled and happy doing that? And I got there. And I got there. That I, It was a joy to pick up the kids from school. Um, and it was just incredible. But what, what I say is this, and you've done it, Katie, which is great. Don't give up yourself completely, you know, still keep a little fire of that passion because there will come a time when these kids that depend on you uh, go, bye, see you later. (laughs) What? Okay. And that becomes your, that becomes your job, you know, as a mom, it was my job. And when they were like, I mean, I'm talking metaphorically, um, of course, and I had two beautiful boys. um, And we don't talk about it that much. They've kind of left the nest, which was, quite early on, even though they were with me because I was divorced. Um, but it's like, I had to be with me. And it's like, I had to discover well, who's Brenda, you know, and it was a painful mm-hmm. process when those birds fly out of the nest, but I let myself go through the pain. I didn't, I didn't deny it. I didn't suppress it. I actually let myself feel it. And in the feeling of that sadness of the ending of an era, I was able to, you know, vaporize it and then kind of get back into my creativity, which I never fully gave up. Always like keep a light on to what your your what you love because you will have an opportunity to go back to it. Which I, I mean, you're at the very beginning of it, Katie, and you're doing clip talk. I yes. mean, it's just amazing. I'm just so proud of you girls that have, and I love that you um, recognize the timing of this, that we did this together at the same time. Yeah. And I'm, I'm much older than all of you. I'm old enough to be all of your mothers, you know, and I do have to say, <laughs> that, uh, surprisingly, <laughs> um, that I never thought I could do this. And I want to say this to your to, to your listeners. I had this this in my head for twenty years, mm. and I couldn't. My brain couldn't organize it to do it, you know. And again, the universe, whatever, opening to receiving, as you say, opening to receiving. A situation came down the pike, and I had a conversation with someone and I asked her, would you write a proposal with me? Because I couldn't write it on my own. And this mm. this reaches into the team thing of I'm kind of a loner, reaching out and allowing yourself to receive and knowing that you're worth it, that you're worth it. 
I mean, a part of me cannot even believe that I have this book that is actually, <laughs> she goes again, that I actually have it. It's done. It's complete. Because my negative brain is so strong and sometimes so loud that tells me, who are you? Who do you think you are? You're nothing. You're nobody. Nobody wants to hear from you. Okay. And I've learned to quiet that and get into action and build a team like we were all trained to do, a team of incredible people. Um, because I couldn't, I couldn't have done this alone. Okay. And just like yeah. motherhood, I mean, you need a team of people. And so all those principles that we all learned all came to this. Um, and the building of team and the learning how to communicate with people when you're like wanting to tear your hair out and just lose your, you know, lose your shit and find. <laughs> okay. And yeah. then we'll t- well, and I, and I think, go on. Yeah, no, no, so, go ahead. No, there were times. There were times. There were times, honestly, I would sit here and I would feel like a six-year-old with no voice. Mm. It's like there's something maybe I wouldn't like but I was too scared to speak up. I was too scared to speak up because I've got a big, huge publisher. And I had to sit, I would sit, this would be my technique for doing this. I would sit and I would feel, let myself feel my little frightened six-year-old girl who grew up in a convent, uh, girls are seen and not heard, keep your mouth shut, you know, old school upbringing. And I would just let myself feel that, the fear, the shame, the embarrassment, the worthlessness, and I would just let it come into my body, let it feel it, and then it would disappear. And then I'd pick up the phone and go, mm. um, hi, I'm, I'm not quite happy with this. Could we change it? And it was a woman calling. It was a woman, not a child in a woman's body. Right. So, I mean, my recommendation is for whatever vision, passion you have, as you girls will all agree with, no matter how hard or how impossible it is, Get on the road to doing it and do it and, and stay in action. Because I'm also a personality type. Listen, I'm great at putting clothes together. It's a natural talent. Can do it with my eyes closed and my, my hands tied behind my back easily. Okay. And I'm not kinky. Okay. Um, uh-huh. this, but this, <laughs> but this um, was... And I just totally lost my train of thought. So, so screw that. You know what? No, but I, what I, what I love, what I know, Brenda, what I love so much about what you just shared is that you are this grant or Grammy, that's music. You are this Emmy wedding stylist and you've worked with some of the biggest names in the industry and you're sitting here and you're being authentic, which is really, you know, this book is your life's work and it is so perfect that you've, come on our show as our two babies have been growing the last four years. And now we get to promote your life's work on our life's work. And you are somebody who just, yeah. And, and it's just, you know, I'm so, I'm so excited for this book and I'm so excited for this book for everyone who reads it, because I do believe that it has the power to change people's lives. And, you know, I I just love what you said, like you're dressing your, your, your spirit's temple. And, um, I love that you're bringing the self-love conversation into this and the self-worth conversation because that is those are universal themes that everybody can relate to. And I, I just think that, yeah. And I just think once again... Sorry, sorry, Lindsay, carry on. I just think, I just think once again, you're going to be changing the face of fashion in a new way now. 
in a, in a, in a, you're spiritually aligned again and you're now going to be changing the face of fashion and the way that women get to walk into the world as leaders because they get who they are from the inside out. Wow. And it'll be the everyday woman. Yeah. Yes, the everyday woman. Masses. And, yep. Yeah, absolutely. And th- Lindsay, thank you so much for that. And um, I was about to say something, which I forgot what I was going to say again. But, um, um, oh God, it was important to... Oh, that you're... It, you, you're never too, it's never too late. Mm. And, and look, I'm 65 in, uh, well, okay, I'm 65. <laughs> we'll 65 years young. Years young. <laughs> 65 years young. And listen, I, I'm so happy I got here, you know. Um, but it's never too late to start. It's never too late to start yeah. to take the time to find the thing that lights you up. And I guarantee you, even if you don't think you're talented, I promise you, you have a talent. And my purpose and passion mm. besides, the, besides the book is for people to find their passion so that you can turn it into something so that you can lead a fulfilled life and an enriched yeah. life and an empowered life. And you girls have done it, you know, and I don't want people to wait until they're, um, you know, older to find it. Um, and, and, and a point that you said that's really interesting when I reflect back on this four years for me, you know, at the beginning of this, I was a very different person. Um, and through the process yeah. of doing this book, yeah. it's like I'm doing a book telling people to love and yourself and embrace yourself. And it's like, I wasn't actually doing it at the beginning. And yeah. I'm breaking through the barriers of, I, ca- I just can't do this. I would walk around my studio go, I can't, I can't write. I, ju- I just can't write. But somehow. Well, 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 but you did. So, so can you tell our listeners you did and it's here and it's coming out today. Congratulations. Can you, can you tell our listeners where they can find the book, where they can connect to you? If they want to, if they want to work with you, how can people get a hold of you, Miss Brenda Cooper? <laughs> So thank you. And excuse that ping. Um, so I'm on Instagram, Brenda Cooper style. Okay. So that's my Instagram. You can DM me there. You can find this book at your favorite bookstore. You can find it at Barnes and Noble, uh, Rizzoli, Books A Million, Power Books, Amazon. Um, you can find it anywhere you um, buy books. Um, what else can I uh, and it's called The Silhouette Solution by Brenda Cooper. The Silhouette Solution by Brenda Cooper. Um, awesome. And I, is there anything else? And go out and buy it today, everybody. Go, go change your lives. <laughs> yes, yes, it's like change your life, change your clothes, love your body, be, feel comfortable in your body and just make dressing the easiest and most empowering part of your day. And there's nothing that lights me up than to see a woman walk out the door empowered, confident, and ready to take on anything. It's, it's beyond exciting for me. Yes. Well, we, we love your, we, yeah, your passion is palpable and we love you so much. And thank you so much for coming on and just, and, and we're so, we're so honored to be sharing in this moment with you. And um, so Clitorati, Oh my God, of course. Anytime. <laughs> Let us know when Orgasmics, orga- wait, what was it? Style Orgasms comes out. We'll promote that book yeah. on our earth. That's so funny. That is so funny. Anyway, it was lovely. A style gasm. A style gasm. All right. So Clitorati, go out and buy Brenda's book. 
Um, thank you so much for being here today, Brenda. We love you so much. This was amazing. And I can't wait. I can't wait to implement this system into my life. And now that I have my colors, it's just like, I can't tell you how life-changing it is. So just thank you so much thank for being for, here today. Um, having me on. And thank you for acknowledging your acknowledgement of me. And I acknowledge all three of you as, you know, badass women leaders. Incredible. And I love what thank you guys you. have done. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Well, Clitorati, we hope this episode made a difference for you, as much of a difference as it has for us. Go out and buy Brenda's book. She's not only one of our best friends, but we truly believe in what she's doing and believe that every woman gets to be in style because being in style never goes out of style, right? (laughs) All right. With that, Clitorati, we will see you next Tuesday. Bye-bye. If you liked this and are curious about our Clit Talk curriculum, we have a wait list for our upcoming free workshops and our Sex and Empowerment Signature Masterclass in 2022. Nothing like starting the new year guided by pleasure. Sign up for the wait list to come tap into your pussy sanctuary with Katie, myself, Sugar, and Lindsay at www.clittalkshow.com backslash waitlist. That's clittalkshow.com backslash waitlist.